Oh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Look who's back in the basement of the NHL. Oh, hey now. Frustrations return. Players are heated. Festivus, baby. Merry Christmas, everyone. Christmas Eve. Welcome back to another episode of The Pucknologist. You're only completely live, unfiltered, unedited, uncensored, and commercial-free Sharks podcast. Wrapping up the week in Sharks hockey, part of Teal Town USA. Show 202. Can't even believe that. You can keep us commercial-free by using that Super Chat option during the live shows. Better yet, you can find us on Venmo at Teal Town USA. And remember, if this is your first time checking out the cast, hit that subscribe button on the platform of your choice. Leave your comments in the comment section because that's where comments belong if you're not with us in the live chat. And remember, if you're on the Apple podcast platform, five stars rating and a cool review would be ever so appreciated. We're on all the social media, always at Teal Town USA, so you can find us there. Let's go. Broham. Dude, could the Sharks be more dominated this week? Uh, they could, if you can believe that. <laughs> uh, they scored uh, seven goals this week. It could have been six. Could have been five. Uh, yeah, but they've Maybe also four. they've been outscored 23 to nine over their last five games on this losing streak. So yeah, good. <laughs> right where we want them, right? Yeah. That's, dude, <laughs> I, I'm hearing I'm hearing a lot of, you know, a lot of the normal stuff like I can't believe the Sharks are losing. Why are the Sharks losing? Are we ever going to win? And it's like, are you new here? Like, this is this is the master the plan. plan. This is the master plan. I'm saying you have it. to you have, you have to take, you know, what is it? One step backwards to take two steps forward. You know, I mean, oh, 2015 to 2016. Yeah, I mean, the Sharks have taken, you know, they've taken many steps backwards, still waiting on the forward steps, but we're getting there. Yeah. I see you guys in the chat. Happy Festivus, Ryan. Thank you, SG. Oh, man. So, dude, I mean, to me, this... We were talking a couple weeks ago after that road trip where they scored 26 goals over, like, five games, and we're going, okay, here comes Jerk's Law of Averages running up on people. They've decided to uh, figure out how to how to pot some goals, and now it seems like, uh, nope, that was the bug. Not the feature. That was a fluke more than anything else. Uh, and I went through and I looked at some of the numbers, dude. Over seven games this season, they've scored 35 goals. And in the other 27 games that they've played, 39 goals. So they average five goals a game, which, you know, that's unsustainable, of course. But then in the other ones, 1.44 goals per. Oof. Well, it, it, it's going to, um, you know, it, it, we're going to see it in bursts, right? Where the Sharks, <laughs> it, was a, it was a burst where the Sharks were brutal. And then there was a burst where the Sharks were actually playing decently. And yeah. now they're brutal again. And I'm sure, you know, in a couple of weeks, they're going to win two or three in a row. And we're all going to say, oh, maybe they're uh, going to the playoffs this year. Oh, I'd and, like to see um, when the hell that stretch happens. <laughs> and then, yeah, and it'll go back to normal. I mean, you know. Oof. Even the bad team, you know, every dog has their day, right? I suppose. 
Uh, let's just blast through this old school like we used to. Uh, L.A., dude, 4-1 loss. Kings completely dominated, held the Sharks to nine shots on goal through two periods. Uh, your man, dude, big save Dave, getting called up for his first of the season and almost gets the shutout, bro. Yeah, well, even <laughs> even uh, talk about my man, you know, I, uh, I know you follow me on Twitter, you know, uh, 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 road, road Trevor Moore strikes again. Uh, <laughs> guy, guy does most of his work uh, against the home team, which is really kind of interesting. And so I just think the way the Kings were playing uh, up into that point, you know, despite being one of the best teams in the league, not all that inspiring. I was kind of like, okay, this is going to be their, you know, head back on straight game. Right. And, oh, uh, not with the and way it was LA's playing on the road, dude. That's what I'm saying. You know, it was, uh, you know, I mean, the sharks didn't even score until, you know, less than two minutes left in the game. And from McDonald. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which, playing playing defense, a rare defensive game. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I like every time McDonald scores, I'm always just like, I, I, I find it so peculiar, right? Because, you know, we we've had conversations about our thoughts on McDonald as a player. And so, well, I have to the, write it down. I'm like, okay, was that on forward or at defense? Right. Well, and the fact that he's, you know, got more goals than Cunning, Zadina, Granlund, uh, Barabanov, LeBanc. Like it's it's <laughs> it's uh it's raising eyebrows on this on this side of things. To be sure. Man. Oh man. Uh so either way, they also dude, they gave up a shorthanded empty netter. <laughs> I mean, dude, you know how rare those are. <laughs> so, anyway, Quinn goes uh, in the post game. We had a good first period, and then we stunk for two periods. It was men amongst boys in the second and third. LA was quicker, played with more conviction, were more physical. The second goal really deflated us. And I'm reading that post game quote, and I'm going, "Did we not hear that from the shit show out of Seattle?" A few weeks ago, like almost the exact same quote. Well, this is this is one of those moments where it's really unfortunate that you have to talk to the media every day because, you know, I can only imagine standing there. You know, you have your tape recorder, or you have your little notepad and your pen. Like, at, at what point are you just like reading things back or listening things back? And you're like, oh, what the fuck? Like, is this a duplicate? Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's it's got to be real hard for the media members because you're just sitting there like. Yep. Okay. Heard this. Give us something that we haven't heard yet. And then from the coaching staff and the players, it's just like, like you can only say it so many times before you just have to be like, you know what? We suck. And <laughs> that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't have answers right now. Clearly. Like that's like, um, did you see that? Uh, it was from last season. I believe it was, they were interviewing, uh, torts like during the first period. Oh Jesus. And, and they're like, uh, so, uh, you know, uh, Torts, what do you think of your team's uh, game so far? And he's just like, we suck. We can't do anything. We're not doing anything. <laughs> yep. And then um, and then the interview goes, uh, what do you need to see from your team as this game goes on? And he's just like, more. <laughs> and then just takes the headset off. <laughs> like, I feel like we're getting there. You know? Dude. I mean, uh, man. You know what I need more from are the color commentators. You know, ESPN, Hulu which we'll talk about in a little while, but they had the LA game and the Arizona game this week. You know what I want? I need more from the color, color commentators. 
uh, less parroting, less cliches, less narrative, more education. That's one of the things that I really like about Remendo when he's on there is I do feel like I'm shown something or he explains something. Oh, okay. I didn't, you know, I didn't consider that. I didn't know that. Like, show me why the team is, is being, is being successful or not. You know, that's uh, we can all see, see they suck. Like, that's are, why I, are they being outplayed? Are they flat footed? You know, like, like show me what they're doing wrong on the replay that is not leading them to success rather than just being, you know, did you see that? So did I back to you. <laughs> Well, so here's the thing, and and I also, you know, I want to preface this by saying I understand this comes from an elitist point of view, <laughs> and and you know, from from way up here, you know, it's really easy to comment on. But oh, sure. I personally, for me, feel like I know, like when I turn on any game of hockey, any team, any league, whatever, I know what I'm watching, I know what to look for, I know what I'm looking at, and so. I almost exclusively watch the game with the sound off just because I know what to look at and I know what I'm looking at. Yeah. So, definitely. So, uh, but you're, you know, you're not the quote unquote target demographic, you know, they're like right. they're, they're not looking at you to grow the game. No, that shit already grew a long time ago. Yeah. So it's like, give me more Remenda type talk. Because some of these, the man, those Hulu games were fucking yikes. <sighs> All right, so then we move on to Arizona. The and did the Sharks like just lost one nothing to Arizona, right? A week earlier. Yep. So you're kind of like, hey, they got a shot. Come on. <laughs> and how'd that go? I mean, Z Zadina did get promoted to the top line. Of course, Bar Bar uh, Barbie <laughs> Barabanov was scratched. It was weird. Says he was ill during the post game and everything. Now, look, I'm not. I'm not trying to cast aspersions. I'm not. Uh, I'm not trying to intimate anything. I'm just going to state two things of fact. You can infer what you want, but mm -hmm. Quinn said Barbanov too ill to play on Thursday, too ill to play on Saturday. However, healthy enough to go to the team Christmas party on Friday. I'm just saying. Because uh because who knows what the illness is? Sure. But I don't think it's a contagious thing as much as it's a sure. as much as it's a what can you bring to the table kind of thing. You know, I I can tell you from experience, you know, going for a little cruise maybe with your you know, going for a cruise with your sweetie and you have some hot chocolate, not as not as physically taxing as <laughs> busting ass up the ice. True. True. But just uh, a thought. Yeah, hey, I want to point out really quick, just on the side, mm -hmm. this era's this game, Arizona Coyotes and the Sharks, this was a really fun game to bet on. Oh, really? What? what and I'll what, I'll, I'll tell you, you why. You let pull? me let me give you let me give you the breakdown. Yeah, whip it out. And uh, so I'm looking at this game, and and I try and be I try and balance you know the stats with like the vibe and the feel, right? <laughs> and so I'm looking at this game, and I'm thinking, okay, the Sharks. For some reason, they're in a weird moment where they don't score right now. And, um, you know, the last time they played Arizona wasn't super high scoring. Arizona doesn't really score a whole lot. And so I'm like, you know what? Let, let's start this bitch off easy. What, what, what's the uh, combined over-under on goals on this one? Um, The line was five and a half, so the over hit, which, which surprised me. That's, um, five and a half seems like a high... 
high, but okay. That's usually the low end for NHL. I would have, um, yeah, but just based on the previous game and how San Jose's having a problem scoring, I would have been like four and a half, and right. I still would have been kind of like, mm, I don't know. So at five and a half, so, I probably would have hammered the under. I'm not going to lie. See, and that's the thing. Um, I thought about it, um, but so I'm looking. I'm like, all right, let's let's look at this game. We'll just say Sharks. Plus a ha- plus point five for the first period, and for those who don't know, plus point five on the Sharks means either at the end of the first period it's tied, or the Sharks are winning. Mm-hmm. So the end of the first period it's zero zero. I'm like, all right, thank you. I'll take my money. Yeah, take that half and then, point. And then I'm thinking, okay, no goals in the second in the first period. Somebody's got to score at some point. So we do a little sprinkle, literally. <laughs> The, the bet from the first period plus the winnings, we're just rolling this bitch over. <laughs> we do a sprinkle over one and a half goals for the second period. Because, again, you, somebody's got to score at some point, right? Yeah, and you, that's combined? Combined, yeah, either team. Oh, my gosh. And so it's like, okay. And they, and they pop four? Yeah, there were four goals in the second period, so I'm like, all right. All right, what's, okay. your, what's your roll over to the third? So then, so and so then from there, it's like, and, and di- I made this decision at uh, when it was two to one Coyotes. So there were three goals in the game, and uh, the so at next... this point, Ke- Kesserlin, Keller, and Duclair have scored. Correct. Okay. And so I'm like, okay, you know, because you get certain options with the live betting, just the way the game is going and all that kind of stuff. And so the live betting, it gives me, it says, hey, okay, it's two to one right now. That's three goals. What are your thoughts on? Four and a half as a line for the rest of the for the um, for the uh, for the rest of the game, and I'm like, well, <laughs> let me let you know. Considering we've had three goals in the snap of a finger, basically. Yeah, because that was the first one was scored at almost five minutes, and the third one was scored at eight eight thirty. So I mean, dude, you're talking three and a half minutes, right? And so I'm kind of thinking, okay, we went from zero to three in the blink of an eye. I think we can get to five. Definitely before the end of the game, probably before the end of the period. And so, you know, again, did a little sprinkle, you know, (laughs) and, you know, seven last check is higher than five. Hey, now. So this was a fun game to do the old wagering on. Nice. Um, This, well, and this is a game that. uh... That's my only takeaway from this game. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is a game. I mean, definitely the frustrations were starting to come out. Um. Quinn is talking a lot about too many hope passes, too many blind passes, just kind of, oh, I'll just, you know, put it behind me. Hopefully it finds somebody. Two bad goals allowed by Blackwood in this one, and which, which made me kind of surprised that Blackwood got a start in the next game. But maybe that was a case of, oh, you know, Chief needs, maybe Chief needs to be uh, bouncing back. But yep. let, let's not have him sit on this during the entire holiday break. And, and then, you know, and then what happened? Yeah. You uh, know what, though? I think you broke it down really well, though. I think you don't want to sit it, sit on it for the whole holiday break. And Blackwood's been their better goalie. So I think that was the right choice going with him. Well, has been the better goalie up until like the last couple starts here. Sure. You but know. what does that coincide with? The Sharks all of a sudden don't know how to score. Yeah, True, Dad. Hey, really quick. <coughs> yeah, man. What if I told you Uh-oh. that as of right now, yeah. the Arizona Coyotes are in a playoff spot? I, I, I would totally believe it. 
I didn't believe it when I heard it. I'm like, that's <laughs> bullshit. Well, that that the Arizona Coyotes are in a playoff spot at this point with 40% of the season in the rear view and Pittsburgh isn't. Well, the fact like, that like, oof. I mean, it's like the fact that in the Western conference, the last playoff team right now, if you, if you combine everything into just wins and losses, the last playoff team in the Western conference is 17 and 16. Well, d- dude, we were talking about it, uh, or it was being bandied about last night Follow uh, during After Dark. What if I told you three of the top four teams in goal differential are all from the Western Conference? I'm, I'm sorry, the Pacific Division. That, hmm, that's interesting. Dude, LA, Vegas, Vancouver, and Vancouver's number one. Dude, Vancouver has been humming. Fuck, bro. <laughs> We'll get to that in a minute. We got to finish up this game with Arizona. Um, so yeah, Quinn w- was barking about that. Then, dude, Ruda on uh, post game on asked uh, asked how the Sharks can improve their twenty eighth ranked penalty kill, and his quote was, "Just fucking do whatever not to let in goals." Yeah, I mean, pretty much. <laughs> well, that's the thing that gets me is, hey. A lot of people shit on Bob Bugner, and that's fine. And I understand, you know, different pieces and whatnot. But, hey, when Bugner was here, fucking PK was, like, top five, bro. Yeah, that shit was, that shit was clicking. Dude, um, man, it's bad. But that's the thing. It, it, you sort of, it sort of gets to that point, right, where it's like, you know, kind of like what we, uh, what we were talking about a couple minutes ago about, uh, you know, about things, talking to the media, getting old after a while, right? And... I think that's an example of that. Like, you know, how many times can you answer, hey, you are the worst ever. <laughs> yeah, how does doing, it feel to doing, be the worst? Like, at a certain point, the answer is just like, you know, oh, uh, what do you what do you think you need to do to right the ship? Well, scoring goals would help. You know what I mean? Like, at a certain <laughs> point, it's just that easy. Oh, you know? sure. Well, so I, yeah, it's well, tough. <laughs> and the funny thing with this Arizona game, dude, I mean, you talk about um, – what what what's that uh that Twitter feed where it's like images that preceded something events oh, yeah, or whatever? Um, yeah, images preceding unfortunate events. Yeah, well, dude, the Sharks kind of had one of those. They had one of those Southwest want to get away moments. Oh no! <laughs> dude, like after Z- Zadina scores twenty seconds into the third, right? Mm-hmm. So now that it's three two, right? Yep. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, you know, here come the comeback kids again. And here comes the Sharks admin on Twitter. It's beginning to look a lot like a Sharks comeback. And you go, dude, roll back the tape. I think it took all of about 60 seconds after that tweet went out that Schmaltz made it (laughs) 4-2. And then, what was it? On the power play, no less. Yeah. (laughs) And then four minutes after that, Kraus makes it 5-2. And you're like, well, there's... There's that's unfortunate <laughs> and it's gone. Yeah. So much. So, uh, I did get a kick out of, um, I was, uh, I synced up. I, I just couldn't deal with the Hulu ESPN thing. Um, and actually I didn't even, I didn't have to uh, jump any hoops. It just like when I brought up the game and I brought on the, uh, sharks audio network, it just happened to be perfectly set. So I was like, Oh, okay, this works. Nice. But, one thing that was kind of cool, though, is because uh, it's like, look, yeah, you know, you got to promote your stuff. I get it. But it was just funny, dude, because uh, they were 
<coughs> Rusinowski was, uh, you know, they were talking, they're still talking about him getting into the Hall of Fame, which is awesome, you know, absolutely well-deserved, probably uh, should have gotten in much earlier than he did. But it was just funny that uh, he's talking about how the Sharks gave him a suite for the game on that Black Friday when they acknowledged him. And and somehow it turned into a commercial for how like awesome the suites are. Oh no! <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. And dude, I, I've I've you know I've been fortunate enough to uh, have a friend who uh, worked for a company that had the penthouse for a season or two, and he was able to finagle some tickets, uh, you know, and and hooked me up. Sure. And so, dude, it's it's fantastic, no doubt. But I'm like, I'm thinking Danny didn't shell out the ducats for this. Like, it's fun. You should try it. If you've got money to burn, but dude, it's five grand. Yeah. You, you got money to burn or, you know, someone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's five grand for a suites, which of course that part didn't get mentioned. <laughs> you get, oh no. And you get, because they want people to pick up the phone. Yeah. But five G's and that does get you 18 tickets, but work, do the math. That's 278 per ticket. And I went and looked 278 for that same game that I was looking at, which was Anaheim on the, uh, I think on the 20th. You can for that same amount of money you can get row five dead center uh for you know five rows from the glass dead center. Yeah, but you know what you know what else you get with that two seventy eight or two seventy five a person? What up? Popcorn and Bud Light. Just saying. What are you talking about? When you get a seat in the suite, part of the arrangement is you get some stuff, some some little no, some no, vittles to graze on. No, 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 dude. The the suite that you're dropping five G's for that it says on there food and drink, not included. No shot. Are you kidding me? I would not bullshit you, my man. That is so fraudulent, dude. Yeah. You would think you'd like, have something in there. You know, anybody, anybody who's listening. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> like, that is fraudulent as fuck. And <laughs> other teams are other NHL teams are embarrassing you. Yeah. I'm telling you. But anyway, I just I got a kick out of that, and you know, look, like I said, hey, promote it, man. Do you try to? Like I said, uh, it is a really fun experience to be up there. Yeah, but, but yeah, but like, but I you, don't know. I'm just I'm, I'm stuck on this whole no food and drink thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, what's the point? Like, because you get the you know you get the private space. You still got to walk. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I know. And you're as far as you can be from the glass. Let's be honest. Or I'm sorry, from the ice. Um, and you still got to, you know, walk down the, the thing to find the, uh, to use the can, but, uh, which I will say devil's advocate, the toilets up there are pretty nice. Oh wait, Yeah. No lines, <laughs> hella clean. Yeah. No, no animals. Okay. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. No mess in there. Like no grazing. Yeah. Well, not even that. Just like, I feel like, I think we've talked about this before too, but like the bathrooms at the tank, dude, like you feel like you need a fucking raincoat to go in there. Uh, a couple on the concourse, like, so, like club water level everywhere. I was going to say club level and in and, and the um, penthouse level. Fantastic. Yeah. There's, there's definitely been a couple times on the concourse and it's like you fucking animals. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Who raised you? Anyway, uh, I feel it makes you think I feel as though we've gone down another rabbit hole. <laughs> so fine. let's move to uh, the, the last game last night. Vancouver, best goal differential versus the worst. Again, Blackwood got the start. We just told you why. Um, and then uh, the, the Sharks give up the third goal three seconds after Sharks power play expires. I mean, the Sharks were 0 for 3 and they were 1 for 4 on the PK, but. 
like two of the goals came like right after like they were definitely influenced if you will by special teams so the the numbers don't tell the the true story but one number that does tell you the true story sharks are two and 18 when allowing the first goal oh and uh this guy thencher demko he's never lost to san jose <sighs> i've heard that's good <laughs> Dude, they they had a shot on goal in their first 13 minutes. <laughs> and then on their second shot on goal, they score. <laughs> and I'm going, oh, this could be a fun game. And then it wasn't. And somehow Ferraro ends up with three apples? Okay, whatever. Well, you know, you got to think about it like a scale. It's got to balance out that number next to it that's got the minus. <sighs> yeah, no doubt. Because, uh, I mean, he did have one, uh, he, he had one massively horrible shift. Gave it up, went full starfish, totally, you know, fucked that up. Um, that but, might be an interesting thought experiment. What's that? What digit, and I say digit because, you know, positive, negative, who cares? Mm -hmm. What digit is, is going to be bigger? Mario Ferraro points or Mario Ferraro's plus minus? What digit do you think will be larger? Oh, plus minus, without a doubt. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And there's going to be a minus, emphasis on the minus. Yes, absolutely. So uh, I guess the, the silver lining you can take from the Vancouver game is that that's the last time the Sharks <laughs> play Vancouver this season. <laughs> the silver lining is that it, was, that, is that it ended. <laughs> yeah. And the weird thing is, it's like you're already done with Vancouver before 2023 is even over. You still haven't seen Calgary and won't until after Valentine's Day. That's, That's man, fine. I know, but it's just weird scheduling quirks. And, and I'm like, see, oh, is that yeah, where that whole like, you know, second easiest schedule comes into play is that they get to see Calgary three times? Well, it's all drawn up because you got to think by that point, Calgary is going to be fighting for their life for a playoff spot. And so it only makes sense to have the Sharks come in and sp play spoiler at that time in the season. <coughs> yeah. Because if the Sharks play spoiler in November, what do you care? <laughs> but if it's in March, it's more fun. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, come on. It'll be fun. Uh, Molasses. I have to address the comment from Molasses. I'm disappointed that Jerk's character isn't Christmatized. Um, I'm just or christmas -ized. Uh, I get what you're saying, but I felt this week that I was going to put in the same effort into the show that the Sharks put on the ice this week. So there you go. Hell uh, yeah. The, uh, the one thing, though, to of note, we talked earlier about Jan Ruda dropping an F-bomb and just being tilted. Uh, Blackwood following this game. I mean, we mentioned it. It's like, oh, you didn't want to have him sit on that Arizona start, and then he ends up getting cooked even harder. Oh, boy. Listen to Blackwood following the game versus Vancouver. Uh, you tell me. Does he seem a little upset? Uh, Mackenzie, uh, tough game tonight. Uh, you know, they didn't have a lot of shots, but it seemed like so many of their shots were a really good chance. Just for example, three of their goals go off deflections. Um, just for yourself, like, do you think that you could have been better on challenging shots like that, or do you, do you count those kind of goals as just sort of bad luck, those kind of bad bounces, those deflections? I mean, you just do the best you can. You try and get big, take away the angle, and if they beat you at the tip, like... I mean, you're not a superhero. Like, you don't have freaking superhero reflexes. So, you just try and get big and take away the angle. And if they beat uh, beat you with a, a good tip, I mean, not really much you can do. 
And uh, just for uh, just the team, yourself, uh, just how tough is it to go into Christmas uh, on this losing streak? Uh, not ideal, for sure. And uh, how are you going to spend the holiday sort of resetting? Uh, definitely away from the rink and with my family. <laughs> he seems like he is dying to be just anywhere else. Oh, dude. <laughs> like, he sounds like he can, he's dying for the break to get started. Like, like Chief booked his own separate flight out of Vancouver. Is, Did he was, actually? No, but I'm just saying he sounds like it. You know, he's just like, f you know, fuck your charter. I'm I'm going somewhere else. Fuck you guys. <laughs> like, I, I need to unplug. <laughs> exactly, dude. So I'm going to go hang out with Timo in Cancun. Fuck you guys. <sighs> yeah, that's well. And, and again, I feel like that goes back to um, what we were talking about earlier. Like the fact that you have to talk to the media, right? Like, I feel like especially lead, like I know, like. Well, credit to Blackwood for for coming out and talking to you know he could have said shine those guys I'm done, right? Yeah, but it's just like you know and, and you know I felt this way you know I, um, on Friday you know Friday going to work knowing that I had you know vacation coming up I was like, man I don't want to be here nobody better call me nobody better email <laughs> me, and so it, it, like I imagine how I'm feeling in that moment and then add on top of that being a professional athlete in the midst of the worst season probably ever in professional sports like <laughs> yeah the, the 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 uber would be waiting for me outside the arena i'll just put it that way oh you are so so right that's i mean i i mean but i get it you know you can understand that the, the, the dude's gonna be frustrated when the guys in front of them, they're leading the league and giving up high danger chances. They're leading the, you know, they they give up more shots than any other team. They give up more high danger chances, more everything. They can't score on a power play. They can't kill on the PK. It's just, oh, this week, special teams. One for seven on the power play, but six for nine on the penalty kill. They allowed a power play goal in every game this week. And they gave up that shorthanded nice. empty netter versus L.A. Nearly gave up two shorthanders in Vancouver last night. Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> and should have allowed one more power play goal. The, again, those are uh, a couple of goals that they came literally three to four seconds after the power play was officially over. But they're eight for 13 over their last four games, dude. Whew. The special team's not so special. And so the Sharks' 21 points after 34 games is the franchise's fewest since the 95-96 season. And that year, the Sharks finished 25th out of 26 teams. So what we're saying is you got to like what you're seeing right now, right? If you want Celebrini, if you want the best odds. Well, like I said, dude, it's historical, quite literally. Hysterical <laughs> or historical? <laughs> it, it's both, if you can believe it. Oh, this is just, man, uh, no team has been shut out more than the Sharks. Sharks have 15 losses in three-plus goal games. That leads the NHL. They've drawn the fewest amount of power plays, so they're not hustling. I'm not hearing any problems. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> dude, it's the, I mean, that's this is the blueprint if you want the best, uh, or the, the top pick. So, And that's that's the thing, is is every every team goes through this, right, at some point, and so it's... 
just it's the Sharks' time. I was going to say, I think the Sharks, this is their second time going through it this season. I mean, right. you think about it. They had, what, 11 straight losses to open the season, right? Remember, uh, o yes. remember O for October? I do. That was fun. <clears throat> uh, Yeah, didn't I win money on that? Uh, I don't know that we're talking about it right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, one win in their last seven. And coming this week, this is the other thing that I was getting a kick out of because we talked about it a week or two ago, whenever it was, that the Sharks had like – uh, supposedly the second easiest remaining schedule, and I'm going, who is putting that together? Because coming up this week, games against L.A., who just waxed you 4-1. to one. Edmonton, yeah, okay, you beat them 3-2 to two and essentially handed Woodcroft his walking papers. <laughs> you know, they waited until they got back from that road trip, but that was kind of the coffin nail for Woodcroft. But, okay, yeah, you had a 3-2 win, but... That was against a fucking spiraling Oilers team. I wouldn't be surprised if the Oilers come in and just, you know, <laughs> dude, they could put, they could tie McDavid's both of his hands behind his waist. He's still going to find a way to score. Right. I think the out of the three games coming up this week, LA, Edmonton, and Colorado, I think the Edmonton one is the one that could get seriously out of hand. Like that could be an 8 1 victory for Edmonton. Ooh, did you see that? Uh, Speaking of coming up games, did you see uh, in the chat California cruising? They're going to be at the game on Wednesday. Going to need the California cruising bump. Oh, to turn this thing around could have a bump in place down in SoCal. Uh, but dude, one win in their last seven. L.A., Edmonton, and Colorado could easily drive that to one win in their last ten. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I would, I would like to, I would like to think that the Sharks are going to win one of those games. But as I said, I a couple money minutes, on that. Well, that's the thing. As I said a couple minutes ago, like this team is so historically bad that I just I'm like <laughs> I'm nervous to do anything. Well, dude, I mean, the Sharks did hang tough in the second game of the season that was almost three months ago, right? Mm -hmm. And a two right. two one shootout loss. If you remember, Sharks had the lead in that up until what about eighteen <laughs> minutes left? In we the, were or, or uh, two minutes left in the game. We were so we were so young. <laughs> but I remember it was I think it was like 1830 had been played it was like a, yeah. about 90 to 100 seconds left and uh who it was Makar I think wasn't it that sounds right yeah and then they lose it in the shootout but more recently just a week ago the Avs pumped San Jose 6-2 and they scored four straight before the Sharks realized the puck had dropped so that dude we could I mean when when's the next hope for a victory, uh, Detroit. I don't know, dude. Detroit is scrappy. I I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> okay, but like, <laughs> they're scrappy. But the last time I looked, like they're uh, over their last ten, it hasn't been great. Sure. Uh, then you got Winnipeg, who last I looked, points percentage wise, have taken over the Central. Mm -hmm. Then you get back to backs with Toronto, home. Uh, you know, they'll win one of those games. Leafs are frauds, I think. Okay, well then I guess that that might have to be it, and the and then you don't see Anaheim until the the twentieth. Oh, but you do also have Chicago. So, all right, maybe they'll only you know maybe they'll go two and twelve over that stretch. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's gonna be fucking tough. I think I'm just saying, dude. The payoff for this season better be epic. That's all I'm saying. Oh, dude, I'm telling you. But I mean, who who's the? Because that's the whole thing. Who's the real uh, the real Sharks team? 
You know, is it the that team that went 0 for 11 and shut out four times, could only scored six goals on the road in 10, 10 road games? Or is it, you know, it's, it's clearly not the team who posted 26 in four games. Picked. I think it's somewhere in the middle. Oh, I don't know. I think it's a little more on what we're seeing right now. But who's to say? Because Logan Couture is finally skating. Maybe is that going to be the key to unlock something? But is Couture coming back going to suddenly stop the Sharks from giving up all these high danger chances? And what about Marco Sturm, dude? Because since he's been gone, dude, they're getting clowned in the faceoff dot. Yeah, I mean, I, I think with everybody healthy, I don't I don't know that it's going to equal more wins per se, but I think it's going to equal more goals for sure. <laughs> or at least an, a more entertaining loss? Correct, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm for that. Uh, but you're, are you still on the, on the, uh, okay. I don't want to say in stone, but right now you're saying Blackwood's your number one. Mm-hmm. Correct. All right. Boy, I don't know right now, man. I just don't know. But if anything, I'm kind of happy that Kakinen is the one that's obviously posting the, the solid, more solid numbers now since he's on the last year of his deal, you know, make. And you know that there are teams that are going to be knocking on that door, like Edmonton, like Carolina. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, you can still, like, you know, just because a player's not having a great season, like Kakinen, right, it doesn't automatically mean that they're just bad and never going to get it again. Like, how many times do you see a guy playing poorly, goes to another team, and then it's like something snaps out of it, and it's like... Oh, yeah, I remembered how to play, right? <laughs> you would think. And Sleepy Mofo, not yet. We'll, we'll get to it. Uh, for now, let's go to Hero and Zero for the week. And it, for me, there's two obvious ones. I don't know if uh, if either of them were on your list. You want me to go first? You want to go first? You tell me. You go for it. Boy, I'm kind of uh, – I got I to gotta flip a coin. But I'm going to go with Zadina just because – I mean, dude, four points – Mm-hmm. scored in all three games this week. He got promoted up to the hurdle line. He's got more shots with less time on ice, because I know Granlin also had four this week, but more shots, less time on ice. And Zadina, with, dude, that that first goal against L.A. <laughs> or was it, I'm trying to think, was that? No, that was McDonald's. No, it was against LA. Arizona. Was, yeah. yeah, Arizona. Was, just tap it in. Tap, tap, tap a <laughs> Such an easy fucking goal, dude. So as soon as I saw that, I'm like, okay, Zadina just got my hero for the week. <laughs> yeah, that's a good, I mean, that's a good pick. It's especially considering how things were going for him between the injuries and the instant cons- Jeez, inconsistent play. Yeah. So it's nice to get on the other column, you know? Mm. Oh, dude. AO made it tripping me out in the uh in the chat. Like <laughs> look at Aiden Hill. It's like, could you imagine if they fucking like traded Kacken into to Vegas? Because <laughs> Aiden Hill's in <laughs> Oh, okay. It's not that funny. Go ahead with your hero. Uh, my hero of the week is, oh man, Anthony Duclair, um, two points in three games, goal and an assist. Uh, it feels like he's shooting the puck more. He's getting more opportunities to look at the net. Um, it's more of like a, Hey, you're moving in the right direction. Let's keep moving in that direction. Um, you know, I think 
whether he's traded or whether he resigns, like it only benefits the Sharks for Duclair to pay to play well. So, you know, I'm just going to highlight the positives, even if they are maybe smaller than we would want them to, and just say, hey, keep at it. I feel that. I'm going to do an honorable mention though, McDonald, just because yeah. he did have he was the only guy, only uh, Shark to have two goals this week, and uh, one of them was on defense and one of them was at forward. That's talent. <laughs> Uh, zero for the week. I, I hate to do it, but I mean, Blackwood, dude, do you, it. Had, you had to do two games this week, 800 save percentage and a 5.59 goals against. And obviously the decor and just everybody defensively owes a part of that, but whew, man, that's, you know, actually, you know what? Uh, it's, it's on the decor because even Quinn was saying, you know, look, he couldn't fault Blackwood for nearly all the goals because People were just parking, having a sandwich, setting up a picnic in front of the net, and nobody was doing anything. So just, yeah, the defensive play of the Sharks this entire way. Yeah, you're you're all zeros. <laughs> all right, you do one. <laughs> uh, my zero for this week, and it's, it's I hate to do it again. Do it. Sort of. uh, it's going to be Kevin LeBanc, only because he has somehow impressively <laughs> – found a way to be on the worst team potentially in NHL history and still stound out in a negative way. <laughs> That's impressive in all the wrong reasons. What what if I told you this is the last season you have to watch Kevin LeBanc and, and Teal? You say that, but, you know, when... <laughs> you know, when... Uh, you know, when he inevitably doesn't get an NHL job and has to sign with, you know, Sochi in the KHL, they wear teal jerseys. So, just saying. <laughs> uh, yikes. All right. Uh, do we not want to look at the Elvis Wilson thing? I don't even know what that means. Merzlikens versus Tom Wilson. Did you see this? Oh, I did see that. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, <laughs> come on. It'll be fun. I mean, dude, let's be honest. I <laughs> Elvis Merzlik and just going ham on Tom Wilson in the, in, in his crease. I mean, I just think that was that's for all the shit that Tom Wilson gets away with. I loved that. <laughs> did you see? Uh, did you see what the uh, the Capitals Twitter account posted after winning that game? No, but the, I mean, weren't didn't the Capitals uh, catch themselves in some shit when something happened in like? Their admin posted something about the might have also involved Tom Wilson, something about choosing violence or whatever, and everybody dumped on him. That I don't know about, but what I'm referring to is uh, it was a picture of the Capitals players all celebrating. It might have been celebrating a goal. Um, I can't recall if that game went to OT or not. And it's all of them celebrating along the glass, <laughs> looking back towards Merzlikin's net. And Merzlikens is literally skating by, like, in the foreground of the picture. And so it's just really, if you go on the Capitals Twitter account, you can see it. And so it's really just kind of an interesting vibe. <laughs> yeah, the Capitals, they, they, that admin stirs it up. I just, I remember there was, and a Puck guy has infinitely better recall than I do. I'm sure he'd be able to pick it up. But there was, I specifically remember some, tweet something about choose chose violence or something and it was i think tom wilson might have like seriously injured somebody or something 
And so well, he's done that in his career, yeah. Yeah, but it's like I just remember Twitter came at like, wow, what a classless fucking thing to tweet, and uh, they they got torn a new one. Uh, speaking of really quick, speaking of uh, you know being shocked at looking at the standings, I I saw a tweet today. It was like, oh, at the holiday break, these are the uh, the top ten teams in the NHL in terms of points percentage, and I was very surprised that the Capitals were. In the top 10, I did not believe it. And then I looked and <laughs> there they are. Number nine. Sure enough. Sure enough. The the Capitals are in the number one wildcard spot and they're 17, nine and five. And I'm blown we're, away by that because I watched calling them frauds two weeks ago because they were they were <laughs> frauds until like a week ago. And, you know, it, it, I, I'm still waiting for the other shoe to drop. It's like. Like I was like I was almost disgusted when I saw that because it's like how fucking bad is the rest of that conference? <laughs> it's it's not great. Alex Ovechkin's got six goals this year. Dude, and wasn't this supposed to be the season that he finally caught Gretzky? Right. He's Ooh. on pace, he's on pace for sixteen goals, <sighs> which would be his lowest in a professional season since the year before he was drafted in the NHL. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> granted I, I i do think that you know there is some regression come um i i hate this phrase but regression to the average coming his way mm-hmm. um but shit man it's like <laughs> it's so bad dude it's so bad well what dude ta- speaking of like that same kind of group dude i mean washington right now above carolina above new jersey above pittsburgh well, you just listed off three more frauds, so. <laughs> but these three teams, these were the ones that were supposed to get back in it. It was it was the Flyers that was going to be, you know, in a, in a race towards the bottom with the Blue Jackets. No one said the Islanders was going were going to do this well. I think a lot of people thought the Rangers were going to be high, but I don't think they thought it, they were going to be this high. If I remember correctly, a lot of it was like, New Jersey, Carolina, New York. Like, those yep. are going to be the three dogs that are all trying to fight for the, the number one bowl. Right. And now you got hey. New York just kind of like, you know. Almost running away with it. Dude. So, I mean, what the uh, what the hell is going on with the Canes and the Devils? The uh, And then Pittsburgh. Dude, how's 11th that? 11th overall, baby. Dude, well, it depends on what you look how you look at it. It's like, if you look at it by points, it's 14th overall, but points percentage it's 11th overall and either way dude that's the neighborhood i want to live in yeah that i i am buying a house in that area (laughs) oh are you kidding me like and and to go back to what you said about new jersey and carolina like we have to remember like as as um as much as these teams do have quality players on their roster there's something about the style of play that is just really preventative for their players breaking out you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like Timo Meyer. Like, I know there's been a lot of dialogue on him this year. Well, and he's like, battling injury, right? Of course, which is is not fair, right? But the fact that Timo Meyer's only got eight goals this year, like, still you know, two more than Ovechkin, <laughs> San, right? But you know, San Jose Sharks Timo Meyer through 25 games would probably have 16 goals or 17. You know what I mean? And oh, so, yeah. I I feel like it's just you look at New Jersey Devils, like. Well, he like Timo would have had five just versus LA last week. Right. Like Jack Hughes is running away with oh scoring. God. And then everybody else is like, they're doing well, but 
you know, I feel like nobody's really kind of blowing it up uh, well, the way that you probably think they should. Well, and I th- uh, was it LeBron yesterday, today, whenever it was <laughs> like he's already, you know, we're not quite at the half point yet. Just about, yeah. Yeah, we're we're very close. We're not we're not there yet, but we're get, we're getting close. But dude, LeBron's already got like he's already filling out uh, voting ballots for oh, o- awards. Dude, he's already got like three Vancouver guys running away with it. It's obviously Hughes. Yeah. But then um, Demko with the Vesna and uh, uh, oh god, what's the coach's name? Uh, uh, Rick Talkett. Yeah, Talkett walking away with the Adams. Could, okay, let me ask you this question. Could this be the year that we see – we haven't seen it for a very long time. You know what I'm talking about. Could this be the first time in a long time that we see the same player win the Norris and the Hart Trophy? Uh, Hughes? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, dude. Uh, I mean, if, the, if things continue – now, again, I go back to your law of averages. At some point, Vancouver has to come back down. Yeah, but they're not going to fall out of a playoff. No, at no, point. not at all. But dude, I mean, you look at where they are so far and and far and away ahead of the league in goal differential. I mean, dude, plus forty six. The next best team, LA, is plus thirty four. Dude, twelve goals more. Vancouver has. Well, we've literally been talking about this. Like I said, I think I said it last week. We were talking about it a few years ago where it's like, hey, L.A. and Vancouver are going to be the next teams that we're looking at to break out. And I didn't think – like, you know I've been on the L.A. train for a, a couple seasons. Vancouver I had in limbo this season. I thought it was going to take one more season. Yeah. I did not have it that they were going to, like, be number one, you know, at Christmas, be number one in the – uh in the league. Yeah, in the league. But, like, dude, in the division, much less the conference or the league. It's insane. Yeah. No no one had that. There were people that would have had Edmonton at this spot at the beginning of the season. Yeah, or Vegas, or the Rangers, or the Hurricanes, the oh. Devils. Like, I is it not me? You know, it's easy. it's easy to say this now, right? But... Does it not feel like a lot of people were probably more bullish on the Devils than they should have been? Mm, I would agree with that. Like, they still don't have a fucking starting goalie. <laughs> Hello, Kakinen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. And didn't, didn't the, was it the Canes? Or the, who, who just gave Aaron Dell a PTO? Carolina. Carolina. That's how bad it is, people. Like Carolina, same thing. Like they've got three goalies and none of them have really taken the reins. Yeah. And, but I mean, Columbus, Dell had a PTO with Columbus. Couldn't, couldn't pull that off two weeks ago or whatever it was. Dell was just hanging out here working with Couture in Jumbo. And all of a sudden, you know, they like. How quickly things change. Oh man. my God, man. So, oh yeah, yeah. It's in with the, if, Things continue like this in Carolina. You think Bridnamore is next on the block? No, they just re-signed him. Like Carolina is a team. I, I like. I don't have any inside info to feel this way, just based on what you observe on the outside. But Carolina feels like one of those organizations where they would go to a player and say, "Hey, you don't like the coach? We're getting rid of you." All right, then. 
conversely, Lindy Ruff's on the final year of his deal. Do you think he gets an early exit if shit doesn't change? Uh, no, you know what? I, I think regardless of what happens, I think Lindy Ruff, I think he gets to play it out there. All right. All right. I, I can I can see that. But hey, hey, you know what? Nobody is the Detroit Pistons in basketball who evidently are tied for the most consecutive losses in a season with 26. <laughs> fuck, Dude, you, every... fuck your law of averages, bro. Dude, every, like every day for I think I I think I caught on to their losing streak around because, you know, I don't follow basketball. So I think I caught on to their losing streak around 15 or 16 games. And every day, every day, the uh, the sports betting account I follow, they every day they share people posting their tickets like today's the day Pistons money line. <laughs> and then it's not happening and there was even a game where it's like it was a couple games ago where they were playing the utah jazz and like the utah jazz are so bad that the pistons were the favorites and they still didn't win <laughs> Dude, it's like roulette man it's, it doesn't matter if it's hit red 26 times in a row it doesn't mean that blacks do no hell no it doesn't oh <laughs> my god that's insane it's i'm surprised there's not a twitter account at this point so you know did the pistons win nope Honestly, if there's not, then <laughs> you got something to do. Th that's like, that's a million dollar idea. <laughs> uh, back to the Devils though for a minute. They did uh, rock some. Um, this is actually going to be our tweet of the week because they're just that just mm, chef's kiss, dude. Did you see those Devils warm ups? Yeah, those are nice. <sighs> and this is for um, Pride. Nice. Yeah, Pride Night. Dude, those those Devils warm-ups were just I, I love the creativity and uh and stick taps to McDavid, you know, and a couple of the guys from the uh, Oilers that they were playing with the rainbow tape, but dude, and uh, man, bums me out we're not seeing those take a lap on the ice during warm-ups cuz goddamn, those are some fucking choice looking tarps. Uh mm -hmm. and and I'm interested to see what other teams do because, dude, the um, like the ho hockey fights cancer. Totally support it, and and the military. That's great, but it's the to me they've kind of like hit a hit a roadblock. Like it, they've been the same the last few seasons, right? Whereas the pride ones in hockey is for dude. They keep changing these and they keep getting cooler and be, you know more creative. Oh, yeah, I love that, dude. Let's bring it, man. All right, let's get to that other team for a hop. Barracuda. <laughs> Sorry if I had the sounder up a little high. <laughs> just scared, dude. There's a whole bunch of people right at about eight o'clock tonight, man. They all just tucked away listening to this podcast because they got family in the other room and that, that they're, you know having a little snooze. They've fallen asleep during a movie. They're just waiting for tomorrow morning. All of a sudden, oh, Barracuda. They just scared the crap out of everybody in their house. Love it. Oh, despite three-point nights from Sabrin and Mukamadun, the Cuda lost a laugher, 8-6 to six versus the Roadrunners last Wednesday. Uh, good news, though, after su sustaining an injury last October during the preseason, Tristan Robbins did finally make his debut last Friday. What ended up being a two to one win versus the Silver Knights and Henderson. Krona was huge. 
And it's the first win for San Jose at Henderson this season. However, last night, the Cuda would turn around and piss away a two-goal lead in a 3-2 to two loss to those same Silver Knights. And uh, see how here, here's how numbers get spun, people. The Barracuda, over their last 10, 5-5. Five and five. All right, 500 hockey, not bad. They're 3-2 and two in their last five. Hey, that's better than 500 hockey. But in their last three, they're 1-2. Oh, well, that sucks. So there you go. But follow Teal Town USA, of course, Ian Reed, Sharks Jewels, uh, Mark E., Kevin Lacey on the Tweety. They always have those live tweets and gifts going during most Barracuda games and during the prospect stuff. So hit them up. It's that time of year. It's time for Festivus. The airing of the grievances. I have one grievance. Do you have any grievances aside besides me, Jerk? You must have one. Don't leave me hanging. I'm totally sorry. I was on mute. Um, <laughs> I would say so far a grievance that I'm having is... Ugh, it's it's the fact that I've been battling this bug since. <laughs> I, Do you have an NHL related grievance? Uh, NHL related grievance is that I have to watch this fucking team still. <laughs> uh, all right. I mean, like, they're my team. I'm never gonna stop watching them. But goddamn it, it's hard. <laughs> all right, my grievance, and and I thought I was done talking about this. Because it felt like it had ended. I don't know if it was like during COVID or whatnot. It, I just, I stopped noticing it. I didn't hear it as much, except with the exception of occasional Vegas games. But aside from that, I didn't hear that stupid woo bullshit. And then I'm watching the fucking game versus, uh, well, I think it was Arizona. And the, the, the Sharks maestro plays a woo I heard a woo sounder obviously designated to promote and provoke fans to make that stupid noise to the point it was so obvious I started getting texts from friends of mine going are you hearing this shit <laughs> and, and I gotta tell you dude if they're gonna promote that fucking noise I'm out dude I've, I've got tickets to f I think five or six games this this season that uh, it all begins on uh on the 20th of next month that if they continue with that shit, dude, I'm I'm out. I'm not I'm I'm not gonna fucking I'm not going to games where you they're deliberately trying to promote people doing that screaming that woo bullshit. I've literally been to games and seen like a section away, a couple people doing that, and like the people in front of them about ready to throw hands at them because they were sick of it, and. It was brought up to the Sharks uh, maestro, and uh, you, well, I brought it up, and his response, as you can see here, was like, AJ, you know it's not the Sharks, it's me. I mean, okay, look, the Sharks employ him to everybody else, it's the Sharks unless they know better. But he says, fact is, many fans were entertained by it and participated. Well, sure, that's fine, that's great. Um, but he says, the objective of being a proper sports DJ is keeping the fans engaged. I'm sorry you didn't like it. I'm trying new stuff out. I will scale back. However, he also posted on Facebook that he said that like this is a push from 
the NHL. And I noticed it during the Vancouver game last night. Dude. And, and, and I know there's a few people that are like, oh, dude, it's a woo. Big deal. Okay. Tell you what. Let's go to a game. I'm going to take my buddy, and we're going to sit in the row right behind you, and we're going to have cocktails, and we're going to obnoxiously woo throughout the game. A foot, foot and a half, two feet from your ear. You let me know if you don't think it's a big deal. I've tossed that offer out, by the way, to a few different people. I've never had any takers. I wonder why. Well, it probably has to do with the fact that when you compare how long the wooing happens to how long the game is, it's not much more than a blip. You know what I mean? It depends on where you're sitting. Sure. Uh, you know, and and of course it doesn't help when, you know, there's only 10,000 people in there, 9,000. Well, I also think, and and again, I'm of the camp, I'm of the camp where it's like, hey, if that's how people want to get down and have fun, like by all means go for it, Right. But at the same time, I also think it's worth mentioning that it would be maybe more exciting if there was more audience participation. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Use the video board to get, you know, to do some shit and get the, the audience involved. But it's, it's right up there with the, with the, meow, 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 that party air horn. It's like the woo, the air horn. It's so fucking over. Come up with something new. Like, Jesus Christ. But it's, I mean, the other thing I'd like to do is, can we exchange, can we do like a uh, foreign exchange program type of a deal where we can like trade entertainment groups, like whoever, you know, the guys who do the Sharks music and, and shit, like we can ship them to Arizona for like a month and the Arizona guys can come and do the Sharks for a month just so we can see how the other half lives. Because I'll tell you, that last game that was played in Arizona, I was hearing a lot of good fucking music <laughs> on the broadcast. And I'm like, why don't the Sharks maestros ever play that stuff? I'm sorry. I can't call them DJs because they don't mix. That's I take that as a per, I, I have a toothbrush. doesn't make me a dentist. <laughs> you know? but, that's, uh, a fair, that's a good point. That's yeah, a good point. But I would love to like switch it up and, and like, hey, let's, let's ask the Dallas Stars what their playlist is. And let's you know, exchange thoughts and ideas and information. And maybe let's change up the playlist. Because it's like, dude, I'm so fucking tired of Sandstorm. I'm, you know, there's like so many songs that you can almost set your watch to during the in-game presentation. It's like, come on, guys, let's let's switch it up. Mm-hmm. You know, oh. either way. So that's that's my grievance. Thank you for coming to my Festivus prize time, bitches. <laughs> oh, man. We threw it out there. Grandland last week. We asked the question, how much time would Grandland spend on special teams? So both on the power play and on the kill. Yep. Total time on ice. So 622 total versus LA, 254 total versus Arizona, 721 versus Vancouver. So really gives you an idea of how that number can skew from game to game. Mm-hmm, right. But came in for a total of 16 minutes, 37 seconds, my man, what was the closest guess without going over? Closest without going over. Did we have? Should, let me ask this: Was anybody over? Um, everybody except for our winner and 
three other people were over. Wow. By a lot or? Uh, Relatively? A couple, couple minutes here, a right. five minute major there. So what was um, the guess that was closest without going over? What was the time? So, and I don't know if this was a mistake or if this was like <laughs> trying to be goofy. Uh-oh. But we're going to take it because, you know, the person did offer minutes and seconds. And they got it in before the puck dropped, so. Correct. Um, the winner, uh, I'm going to butcher the last name. I apologize in advance. Brian Belanger. That is our winner. They came in with a guess of 15 minutes and 75 seconds, which <laughs> if, you that do, be if you do the conversion <laughs> rate, if you do the conversion rate, that's 16 16 minutes and 15 seconds, which is which is 22 seconds <gasps> off, uh, off the pace. Off the pace. So, Brian, <sighs> uh, it's our first uh, two-time winner. They were the final winner last season, so shout out. Um, whatever the prize is, uh, AJ will ship it to you once we have your address. Uh, yes. So make sure you, uh, email, hit up the jerk man with your, ad- you know, we should probably say that like when you enter the contest, include your mailing address so that when you win, we don't have to like get back to you. <laughs> like we already have your information, right? Um, uh, we should stipulate though. So, uh, you said Brian, correct. Brian won a contest last year. So, and he's now won a contest this season. So, uh, that's, you know, we're, we're going to, Put a put a pin in that name and say, okay, you're 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 done for this season. <laughs> You've already won twice. And for the people that have already won this season, we're l- like, if you continue to enter, if you do win, we may send you something small or whatever, and move on to the next person because we do want to try to get as many winners as possible. Just just saying, I know you know what's really funny. Check this. <coughs> I, 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 you're going to love this. I'm over at uh, at Chief's football party today. Mm-hmm. He's cleaning out some stuff. Uh, and I noticed this little bag. And he's got a couple of uh, small little shark's trinkets. There's like this, uh, uh, it's, it's like a small pillow, but it looks like a puck, right? And But what's cool is that it's got the original logo. It's old school. But he also tosses me a uh, what is this? A Mardi Gras puck signed by Jeremy Roenick from <laughs> from, from two thousand nine. But the pièce de la résistance. Guess who I'm hold- Guess who I'm waiting on to win uh, a contest, dude? This is signed hmm. by Matt Nieto. Can you guess who I'm waiting to win? Oh yeah, and that <laughs> person you're waiting for, they're in the chat. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> so dude keep entering <laughs> i will put that in the prize pack bro <laughs> oh man so uh what is it if you win when you have won before you need to send aj and jerk a prize pack instead i support that absolutely <laughs> and jerry uh said it makes you know it makes sense once jerry. i w- <laughs> once i won i decided to uh stop entering so others could win see there you go uh so yeah see some people just know how life is supposed do, to work let me let me ask you a question let me put this let me put this out to you yeah whip it out do we think we need to do something like should we be counting all of these entries for some kind of end of the season operation where it's like 
every contest you enter is a raffle ticket. Every time you win is a raffle ticket. And then maybe there's like an end of the season raffle where there's some kind of prize pack that's separate from the regularly scheduled giveaway. If you want to drive that, I fully support it. I don't have the time to do it, but you've already got the spreadsheet going. Fuck yeah, yeah, dude. I'm down with that. Because I'm thinking about it like this. So say, say Brian wins again, right? You know, he would, or they would have to defer, um, that victory to the next closest winner, but you know, they could still potentially get something out of it. You know what I mean? Like down the road. Oh dude, I'll tell you right now, dude, if the sharks get Celebrini, I might, you know, give a, give away a hockey stick or something. (laughs) Oh, I'll be so juiced. Um, so this week, the sharks are going to play three games and, uh, remember to enter, you email hockeyjerk10 at gmail.com with your answers. Must be submitted by Puck Drop on Wednesday, December 27th, 2023. We will announce the winner. Uh, uh, should be next week. Uh, that's something that we'll get into here in a few minutes. Uh, remember, if you're outside the US 48, you have to cover the freight for the prize. If not, we move on to the uh, the person who was next closest. So I'm thinking we got a couple things here. Either Ferraro total time on ice this week, uh, who right now does lead the team in time on Mm -hmm. ice. Mm -hmm. Or Mm -hmm. I thought what could be more interesting is Vlasic, because at this point you don't know if he's getting scratched. You don't know. I mean, he uh, didn't. He he only had what he he took some sort of injury in the second period against Vancouver, and then only had three shifts in the uh, third period. So. I feel like Vlasic is just kind of a more of a roll of the dice, if you will, because, dude, just sending in zeros across the board could be a winning guess. See, I almost feel like we should abstain from Vlasic until we know for sure how healthy he is or not. All right. Okay. So let let's let's put that in the back pocket. Do uh no I'm uh, no I'm not gonna say that because it's uh it's, it lacks tact in class. I will save that for off air. Um, Ferraro then time on ICA or do you you have something better? Well, I'm not against Ferraro time on ice. My only thought is, um, we just did time on ice in case you wanted to do something else, but I'm also not against Ferraro either just because guy does play a lot. So it would be, it would take some extra skill to try and think about how much he would play. There you go. Um, I, I, you know, Ferraro time on ice, I think is fine. Or do you want to do Ferraro uh, special? Do you do you want to do the uh, the Grandland special and say Ferraro special uh, uh, special teams time on ice? Or uh oh, <laughs> hear me out. Three games this week. Uh, he Los did, Angeles, Edmonton, Colorado. Yes, but I was just going to point out because Ferraro does does occasionally get power play time. <laughs> would it be would it be too easy if the question were uh, Ferraro plus minus for this week? It's not that it's it's too easy, but I feel like we we could very quickly have like five five winners. Right. So then my thought was. You know, and 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 we're we're not sure yet. 
<laughs> I like where AO's going. This is LeBanc time on ice. <laughs> but oh well, you know what? I was just gonna say That's not if we're if we're not sure if we're not sure about next week, maybe we could do the giveaway over a two week period, but then that would run into the attendance one that you want to do. Yeah. No, I don't um, want to do that. Yeah, you know what? I think for our ice time, I think it's fine. Okay, kids. So that's it. There's no stipulations. It's not special teams or anything. It's just total time on ice this week for Mario Ferraro in three games. L.A., Edmonton, and Colorado. So there you go. Submit your guesses. Remember, closest without going over. Hockeyjerk10 at gmail.com. And uh, you will, uh, the winner will get some sort of a prize pack. So there you go. There you have it. Oh, dude, on the, uh, I, I think I'm going to get hosed, dude. I'm, I might just need to write off the uh, the attendance bet. All of the sudden. Well, dude, all of the sudden, dude. Like, I thought I had it, like, I thought I was going to get it in the bag with that Winnipeg game. And then, like, the numbers were actually higher than the previous game that had, like, a giveaway. And I'm like, how is this happening? And then I looked and it was, oh, there was some sort of like charity hockey game thing that happened a couple of days before and tickets were like five bucks and everybody who bought a ticket got a ticket to the Jets game. So I'm like, okay, with these manipulated, artificially inflated, distributed numbers, I'm like, I'm getting hosed. I'm, well, yeah, I'm, I mean, John, Jonathan Becker is ringing, rigging it so that I can win. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm still going to hold out hope. Like, maybe the an Anaheim game or some shit comes along and, like, throws me a bone. Uh, there's There's got to be another game. Like, who? what about Ottawa? Oh, you know what really doesn't help me is that I'm actually going to that game. <laughs> <laughs> so you you would have to you would have to sell your ticket uh, well no because it doesn't matter because the ticket's already been distributed so it counts i don't know maybe the islanders on the seventh i don't know you know if it's if it's really bad by then maybe columbus on on february 17th maybe yeah i don't know i mean i'm gonna hold out hope but we might need to uh Get another bet going. And speaking of bets, how are you feeling about the taco bet, dude? Because uh, it's looking pretty critical. Dude, I will be honest. they have to average one of every five games from now on. And it is looking critical. I am a little nervous. Yeah, 20%. And so far, they've clicked at 12.5%. So I don't know. But not impossible. Not impossible. They could get on some weird fucking stretch. Just, you know, they could, that road trip where all of a sudden they had 26 goals in four games, they could very easily have a streak like that at home. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I'm fucked. So, I don't know. Hey, speaking of betting. Uh Uh-oh. We've got a sweater going on right now. Um, So, the the Patriots, you know them. Hmm. They were they were up uh, twenty three to seven on the Broncos, and really, Bron- yeah, and the Broncos have since stormed back, <laughs> and it is now it's twenty three to twenty three with less than a minute to go in the game, and <laughs> what I am what I am sweating right now is that I live bet the Patriots to have over twenty three and a half points in this game, and they're at twenty three. Uh, do they have the ball? They do. So we got a, it's first and 10 right now. We got a sweater. Well, dude, and what's funny is my my uh one of my best buds, the guy that I do the um the football game with uh you know, the party every week. 
he's a fucking massive Broncos fan. So, dude, he is sweating his balls off right now with 20 seconds left, no doubt. Oh, this is great. Well, and and, oh, and so you know, so they're lining. They're going to be lining up for a kick here in a second. Yeah, right. and so we got a. And so you know, our buddy Ryan, um, he took, uh, you know, he 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 put some scratch on uh, Patriots plus seven, and uh, you know, it being twenty three to twenty three right now, um, that looks pretty good too. Assuming the Broncos don't somehow get the ball back and fucking score to win the game so we got we got a couple sweaters here but um you know nice things are okay so far all right well with the time left in that i will say uh again sharks played the kings oilers and abs this week uh we already know that they got pumped by colorado and la for a combined 10 to 3 this past week so let's see how the sharks are able to respond off the holiday break particularly blackwood the way he uh, went into the to the break but remember Next Sunday is New Year's Eve, and the Sharks are playing in Colorado. So, you know what that means? There could be an After Dark takeover. I don't want to promise anything right now because uh, I have some uh, the the football party people that I was telling you about. They're doing a big New Year's thing, so I may not be available next uh, Sunday. So it, it may have to be just a standard After Dark. <laughs> But we'll, uh, as it gets closer, I'll know more. But I just wanted to put that out there. It could be a hybrid show. We don't know. But find out next Sunday, immediately following Sharks at Colorado. On Twitter, you can follow him at Hockey underscore Jerk. You can follow me at AJ underscore Strong. And remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Leave your takes in the comment section video if you weren't with us live. The kick is up. Wow. And it is good. Man. Dude, I was I was getting nervous when they flashed that stat. You know, one <laughs> one hit, one miss, and miss the extra point. I was I was getting nervous, I'll be honest. <laughs> and what is that like New England's fourth win of the season? Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, dude, Denver is such a up just got a just got a text with from uh just got a text from Ryan after the last two hours or after the last, you know, thirty or so minutes of, you know, being disgusted at the Patriots squandering their lead. Uh, he just texted me, never in doubt. I always believe. <laughs> but, dude, what's what do you think's more embarrassing? Getting beat by a three-win team in your own house or getting pumped for 70 in Miami? Uh, I think it's more embarrassing to lose to the Patriots at home just because, you know, Miami's a good team. Yeah. And, you know, even though, like, even though Miami's had a hard time beating playoff teams this year, they're still good, right? And, but what I think is really heartbreaking more than anything is that the Broncos, like, are the Broncos have been fighting for their fucking life since week six. And, you know, you can't, I mean, really, they're at the point where they can't lose, they shouldn't be losing at all if they want to make the playoffs. And to lose to the Patriots, like, that just, Dude, I, and really I gotta tell you, twist the knife. I never like the idea of them getting Russell Wilson. They just paid so much for him. Yeah. Well, and I thought he was so overrated. Sure. So anyway, I, I think they thought it was going to be another Peyton Manning, and it so was not. <laughs> so you can find links to our social media. Sorry for the uh, sideway conversation on all of the uh, the fo fans football stuff. The fans love our tangents. Uh, there you go. Uh, you can find links to our social media, podcast apps, and more included in the show notes. 
Get everything on TealTownUSA.com. Remember, the access to the VIP discard party is courtesy of Hockey Jerk on the Twitter machine, so hit them up there. And we will have After Dark following every single Sharks game this season. So check those out. Join us, won't you? We got, uh, what, we got uh, Merry Christmas. If you want sports betting tips, hit me up. There, there you go. Uh, But Merry Christmas, uh, Felix and Landy and Kura and Ian and Jules and Dana and Lacey and Mark and uh, uh, fuck, who am I fucking forgetting? (laughs) Did you say Dana? Yes. Did you say Jules? Yes. I think I got Mm. everybody. You got to give a shout out to Ryan. Your man. <laughs> so, uh, uh, what what what's your uh, final parting shot? Are you uh, you, you tracking uh, Santa's sleigh this night? Uh, Santa you... Santa came to our house uh, last night because my wife and I were both too impatient to wait. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> yeah, we opened our we opened our gifts yesterday because we were both impatient. Oh, I feel that. Yeah, I know. I'm. I you know it was a. Uh, it was cool. I mean, I'm not, you know, it's kind of an interesting dynamic because for her growing up, like the, you know, coming together for Christmas and giving gifts and all that kind of stuff, it's a been a big thing in her life, like from youth to adulthood. And for me, the gift giving, you know, was the gift giving was more so when I was a kid, but as I've gotten older, not so much. And so it's kind of, uh, interesting you know when she's all about the gifts and i'm not so much all about the gifts it does make it kind of interesting um Mm, i feel that but it was but it was successful you know uh we we try to get each other like we try to get each other more practical things Mm, mm -hmm. um and then use the money that we would have spent on more fun christmas gifts and like just go on a trip somewhere yeah it's more about the experience than the tangible item right so like she bought me um like she bought me dress socks and like I got her like a migraine mask. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. Dude, shit I can use. Love it. All that 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 always plays for me. Yeah, hell yeah. <clears throat> oh, and I'm, saying... and I'm and I'm so basic too, you know what I mean? Like literally it was like <laughs> literally opened the package and it was like black dress shots br- dress socks with dots on them and I'm like fuck yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, AO saying, what about Rocket? Uh, I mean, no longer with the show, but Merry Christmas, Rocket. Merry Christmas, Al. You Shout know, out. Anybody who's, uh, you know, with it's us early on. Yeah. Anybody who's worth, uh, with us early on isn't anymore. Hey, Merry Christmas to all of you. Merry Christmas to all of the people in the chat. All the people that, uh, you know, leave comments. Nice enough to uh, join us on After Darks and every Sunday and Leave us the, uh, the like I said, the, the five stars, the cool ratings on Apple Podcasts or on the YouTube and all the people that tell a friend about us and, you know, try to help us build the audience a little bit. Have a good time coming in here. Merry Christmas to all the people that have entered the contests and all the winners. Speaking of which, uh, f- for those unaware, you know, I did have a cardiac event a couple weeks ago, so that kind of fucked things up, but... Uh, all the winners that had not gotten their uh, prize packs yet, they all went out earlier this week. So if you haven't gotten it by now, you're going to – let's be honest. You should have gotten it by yesterday. But if not, you'll probably have it by Tuesday or Wednesday then. So what you're saying is <laughs> what that you're saying is... Santa or whoever your <laughs> whoever your holiday deity is, yes. uh, they are on the way. 
with your present. Exactly. They might be cloaked in a USPS outfit, but hey, even Santa's got to save money, dude. That's <laughs> uh, where things are at this point. <sighs> All right, so everybody, uh, enjoy enjoy your uh, Chris the rest of your Christmas Eve. Enjoy your Christmas tomorrow. Hope it's a great one. And uh, we'll we'll catch you all after the holiday break for the NHL concludes. And that leads us into, uh, what, Wednesday versus L.A. Los, Los Angeles, the Kings. Uh, will the Sharks put the loss in Los Angeles? I would I would bet yet, but I've, uh, yes, but I've, I've been wrong before. I feel like the Sharks have... I don't want to say historically, but I feel like lately they've done well in L.A. So well, see, this we'll is see. The, they've done well in L.A. But the other thing is L.A. has not done well in L.A. this season. It's been all on the road. Yeah. So no kidding. Maybe that's a trap game for the for the Kings. I don't know. Also, I'll tell you this, though. I'll part you with this for for the five percent of you that legitimately enjoy betting on sports. <laughs> For one reason, I mentioned it at the top. Trevor Moore loves playing against the Sharks. So we're going back to all reliable. Three plus shots, one plus points. We'll see you Wednesday. (laughs) Sounds good, man. Have a Merry Christmas, everybody. Good night.